1: So, uh, take two. (laughs) Welcome to Tuesdays with Talking Pools with Kelly and Dan. Hey, Dan.
2: Hey, take two, three, four, five, I think, today.
1: Oh, my God, I know. So, we tried starting a little bit ago, but (laughs) every time we would push record, Dan couldn't hear me talk. And when we would turn the recording off, then he could hear me.
2: So it's pretty, pretty hard to, to have a conversation with Kelly. It's not recording if she's not able to talk or whatever I'm trying to say. But anyway, we got through it. We figured out our way around it. And uh, we're all good now, right?
1: Yep. Make your voice heard. Join the council for the Model Aquatic Health Code. Lend your expertise to the MAC science-based guidance from the CDC and the only all-inclusive national pool code that addresses current aquatic issues. Learn more at cmac.org. That's C-M-A-H-C dot
3: Aquastar Pool Products, Blu-ray XL, Pool Magazine, Ray Pack, Lamont Company. These Talking Pools podcast sponsors are all participating in the Talking Pools podcast trade show poker run on February 24th at the Everything Under the Sun Pool and Spot Expo in Orlando. Rudy and Andrea will be at the Revved Up Apparel booth from 10.30 a.m. to noon for a special meet and greet. That's where the poker run begins. Revved Up Apparel, booth 533. That's where you can pick up your trade show poker run scorecard and instructions at 11 a.m or stop by anytime between 10.30 a.m. and noon to say hello. Let's do some selfies. Stop at the five participating sponsor booths to get dealt your card in the specified order and at the specified times. Cards will be dealt at each location until they've dealt their entire deck. So first come first serve. Last stop on the poker run is the skimmer booth at 1.30 where you will submit your cards and score sheet. Best hand wins, announced at 2 p.m. Cash prizes and prizes. It's winner-take-all-all all in the Talking Pools podcast trade show poker run. In the case of a tie, it will be high-card draw to determine a winner. Don't miss the fun. Don't miss the run.
1: So it is February now.
2: February, we are getting right?
1: closer to season. How has, have you guys been busy or steady? I know for me, it got slow there for a minute because we've had a lot of rain. And so not many startups and people aren't looking at their backyards and all of that jazz.
2: Yeah, you know, the, uh, the weather, the last couple of weeks in Chicago has been pretty mild and that always changes things in terms of, we don't have a whole lot going on this time of year ever, but in terms of the incoming leads and phone calls and emails and texts and all that kind of stuff, it definitely picks up when, when we get a little bit of warmth coming through it. Uh, you know, we're, we've been in the uh, mid forties. I think it might've got up to 50, maybe a um, couple of days, middle of the afternoon this week, which is not normal for the you know middle of February, but we'll take it. Hopefully it is a sign of what's coming. And, you know, the groundhog uh, said, Early spring,
1: right? So (laughs) right. That's exciting. Uh so where I live, like I said, we've been having rain, but like this weekend it's really nice and it's in the like mid to upper fifties. And it's funny because we'll get these like teases of nice weather where you want to be outside and do fun things, but we probably get about two to three more teases of. Nice weather until we actually get the nice weather.
2: Yeah. When does the nice weather usually
1: come into play by you? Um, I want to say April, like end okay. of March, early April. Okay.
2: That's kind of like us. I mean, we, uh, people commonly are able to swim by May, sometimes April, but uh, we get out and start opening pools late March. Early April definitely and and get every other one up and running over the course of the next couple of months. So we're we're getting close, coming down to the wire. We've got yeah. uh, a yeah, lot of stuff spring, going on isn't it.
1: Usually <clears throat> spring break is a, when, at least when I was cleaning pools, like doing, you know, green to cleans and stuff, spring break was like the okay, we're this is where we're starting to get the green to cleans and getting busy with those and all
2: yeah. of that. Yeah. So, now we're we're probably just a little bit behind you, but I don't think a whole lot. But we definitely have a different winter than you, so that makes our spring a little bit more yeah, not unique, but just just different, you know, our pools covered up and closed up and everything's got to be put back together and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: I'm but, to be honest, I'm excited for it to start getting busy. Like it's been nice having this downtime, you know, kind of to regroup, so I I don't like get burnt out like I did yeah. during COVID. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> now, will <laughs> I say that once the boys start uh, baseball? Probably yeah. not. I'll probably oh my right. god, I wish this was it was slow like it was like a month ago. Like this yeah. is just too much because the boys they just found out w- what teams they're on. Okay. So we have both playing this year. This is the first year we have both playing. So Michael is in T-ball and he will be on a team called the Phillies. And Max is in A, which is just above um, T-ball. So like coach pitch and still a T if they really couldn't get it. And he's on a team called the Rays. So wish me luck on the juggling. Because, like, with Max, he can he can be by himself. I'm not worried about right. him. But I don't know any of the parents on his team this year. So I right. have to kind of get the feel for them before I'm like, oh, I'll be back. But with Michael, oh, no, someone's got to be there. That, that child yeah, is right. a wild one.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he definitely needs somebody standing there. So I have to really prioritize my schedule with the boys games this year more than other years
2: yeah right are they you like is it all at the same facility you know the same park or whatever or, or so is it, it very it, it last year two, two
1: it's either last year or two years ago the little league team that we had max on merged with another one And so there's actually two different sites. Um, Hmm. And it's not like they're close together. It's probably a good 10-minute, 15 minutes with parking and everything to the other site. Okay. So if they're at different sites, it's going to have to be one parent stays with one and one parent stays with the other the whole time. If they're at the same site and they have a game at the same time, I'm thinking we can switch you know when the game's halfway done we switch and that way we can be at both kids games and they don't feel like anyone's getting any favoritism or anything
2: yeah right well that's good hopefully a lot of them are all at the same place Uh,
1: i hope so that would be nice yeah yeah i doubt it now i did like this year that when we registered you had the option to specify if you were going to do your volunteer hours or if you weren't going to do your volunteer hours (laughs) I mm-hmm. checked. Not they want. It's a hundred dollars per family um, for volunteering, and right. they want eight hours out of us per yeah. child. You could keep your hundred bucks.
2: Right. Yep. We, uh, Colleen and I, ran the uh, athletic uh, t-ball, softball, baseball, soccer program here in town for a long, long time for the kids. Um, at the peak, I think we had eight or nine hundred kids that were part of all the different activities that were going on, and uh, we, we had the same kind of a thing. We had it where you know we had a candy. You know, everyone had to sell candy, but if you didn't want to sell candy, you could buy out of it. If you didn't yeah. want to help volunteering, you could buy out of it. All that kind of stuff. And um,
1: we usually it, it, it was a good
2: mix of both.
1: Yeah, we usually do sell the candy. That's that's an easy one to get rid of fast. But yeah. when it comes to the volunteer hours, it's like, okay, you want eight hours per child out of us, and then you have my hourly rate that I charge people for work. Let's see here.
2: Yeah, which but one? But it's pretty easy to do the math there and, <laughs> yeah. and figure.
1: Now, don't get hopefully... me wrong. If there's if there the team's like, hey, we're really hurting for volunteering today, and I'm already yeah. there, I don't mind. But the sure. part of me not going to work to do you know an hour or two or going to work or even i've had it where they want me to volunteer during my child's game we i don't want to miss my kids game and this year we definitely can't do that because of michael till michael is you know solid on listening and not on his own mission (laughs) there, uh that's not gonna happen but you know it is what it is and These are the struggles as parents that we go through with our, you know, juggling work and our children, you know, like this morning I had to get up early. So, because I forgot to take Max, his birthday present for his friend's party today. So I, I don't always trust that the ex-husband will take Max to these events. And so what I do is, Okay. Here, here's a great example. There's a birthday party.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I buy the birthday present. I drop it off wrapped in everything and ready to go. That way he has to go, because <laughs> sometimes yep. Max will want to get out of it, and I'm just like, you know what? If you commit to something, you need to go to it. There's no, yeah. unless you're legitimately <laughs> sick. No, where you're going.
2: And and those those things just uh, just like. Networking events for us in our industry are good for us in a bunch of different ways. It's the same kind of thing for kids. You know, you go to those things and and you get to to know more about the other kids outside of school and and um, become more familiar. And it's it's important that kids do that.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. So now we can talk about pools.
2: Jump what are we going to talk
1: about today? <laughs>
2: Well, I don't, you know, so I, this past week, I had a busy week. I flew out, uh, Tuesday morning, early, went out to Washington, DC to the PHTA headquarters. Ooh. And, um, uh, where I was part of, uh, I guess I would call it a think tank, um, working with PHTA staff and people from all across the country. A lot of great, great people from across the country. It was actually a cool thing to be part of, to be in the mix with, with all of these so, so bright people with so much experience. But anyway, the PHA put us together to talk about, um, I guess I'll say the next generation of education and and what PHTA has got in the works to, to roll out here in the next year or more. Um, that's kind of exciting. And okay. uh, we, we spent we We got together Tuesday evening, drinks and dinner, and then uh, all day Wednesday at the uh, corporate office, their brand new office, which is super, super nice. It's a yeah, really, really nice place. They just moved in uh, weeks ago, like it's literally brand new to them, but beautiful place really set up well. And we spent the day there going through a whole boy, if if I could ever share the the experience with someone, Uh PHTA has a company that came in to help with this process. And it was okay. so interesting to me. They, At times we were broken up into small groups of, you know, four or five people and we've all, you know, each group, we had a, laptops and that, and there's this software and there were questions and we would start just throwing out answers and putting them in the software. And then we would reconvene after 10 or 15 minutes. And, um, the Glenn, the gentleman running, running the whole, program, he used an AI uh, within the software to compile all of the data that all these groups input into the system okay. instantaneously. It picked up on keywords. Um, you know, he, he clicked a button and boom, there's a whole screen, a whole wall of keywords, larger keywords were, were more present in all of the comments, you know, that kind of stuff. And then he hit another button and it summarized in a couple of sentences, the consensus of all of these groups. And it, it was just amazing, just amazing how it, it took literally probably pages worth of comments
0: mm-hmm. and
2: summarized everybody's thoughts into a couple of sentences. And, and, and it was, it was right. Like the, you know, just it, it very, very, I'm a, we talked about AI a little bit before, and, right. and how, you know, I've I've said I'm excited about what it's going to do for our industry. Well, here we go, um, in a different way that I never thought possible. AI is helping us to analyze our own thoughts relative to what the next generation of education should look like uh, for the industry. So, anyway, really, really cool. a cool cool experience, and uh, and I flew flew out. Wednesday night, so it was a quick trip, leave Tuesday early, fly out back home late Wednesday and back to the office on Thursday, so um, anyway. Well, it's nice you're able to
1: do that, you know, and get that experience.
2: Yeah, and it's exciting, and certainly you meet new people and reacquaint yourself with old connections and all that kind of stuff, which is always nice to to do Uh, again, the networking end of stuff, getting to know more people and um, happen to run into. So uh, we have coming up for our Midwest chapter, anyone in the Midwest who uh, wants to maybe come join us the week of March 11th. We've got a week long training event in Oak Brook, Illinois.
3: Okay. And
2: um, we've uh, partnered with Aqua magazine and put together the, it's Aqua Live Spring Training powered by the PHTA Midwest chapter.
1: Ooh, um, I like that name.
2: Yeah, it's kind of kind of fun. Um, and in fact, if anyone is is maybe interested in looking more into it, AquaspringTraining.com is a website. And uh, if you go there, the the program, we've got a lot of fun things going on through the week. Pentair is going to be there Monday and Tuesday with their full university. So I'm I'm sure Uh, that's starting to fill up already they usually bring 250 300 people through their training that couple of days very high level hands-on stuff
1: when we had the pentair training in reno in october we had 400 people
2: yeah yeah it's a big it's a big thing and they they do an amazing job with it and there are links through that com website where people can register for the pentair training for those two days um Tuesday night, we've got a a networking reception that we're doing. Um, We've got a dozen vendors who are sponsoring that event, and they're going to certainly have some displays set up, and we'll have lots of food and drinks and opportunity for people to just network and talk, maybe talk to some of these vendors that are sponsoring the event. But it's really geared around just getting together and talking with like-minded people in the industry, which is is my favorite thing to do um after that event is over we've got a wave function for the under okay. 40 crowd they're all going to head over to a, a bowling and bocce place called oh, pinstripes cool. yeah so a we'll have fun bowling bocce more food and drinks and stuff like that for the the young ones right not me. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably be in bed by then. But
1: oh, um, shut up! You you could probably yeah. keep up with the youngsters. Yeah, not all right. can, but
2: <laughs> but you know I can, right? Um,
1: <laughs>
2: he Wednesday kept up with the, me
1: when we were in Vegas that first year. So we're good. yeah,
2: yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, it was actually kind of funny when we were we took the group out to Atlantic City. It was the the younger ones were the first ones that went back to their rooms at night, and <laughs> and the the older the older crowd were the ones that were still hanging around talking and whatever at one and two.
3: That's funny.
2: Yeah. Uh, Wednesday that week, we've got um, an expo going on from three to seven. We've got seminars all day long on a whole range. We've got a business track and a technical track and a whole range of different topics. Um, Wednesday night, we're super excited that uh, the heritage group, the local heritage group, which for us are Aquagon branches uh, are sponsoring a concert.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: Got a a really, really good. um,
1: So who's going to be at yours? uh,
2: It's, it's, it's not going to be cheap trick or Leonard Skinner. It's not (laughs) not that kind of level, but it's a really good uh, local country rock cover band. Uh, Lara Bell is, is the name of the group and they, uh, they're well known in the area and, and, just awesome, awesome band and people love them. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun Wednesday night. And then Thursday we get back with more seminars throughout the day in the same business and technical tracks and stuff like that throughout the week. We also have others like there's uh, we're doing all of the PHA certifications of CPO uh, CMS, the, the sort of in, not really intro level, but the, the, you know, it's designed towards someone that's been in the service industry a year or two, right? The Certified okay. Maintenance Specialist (CST), which is a higher-level service course, and then the uh, Certified Hot Tub Technician course that will be offering through the week. Um, we also have Genesis is doing their hydraulics class Tuesday
1: well, that's and a good Wednesday one. that week. Yeah, I so really really can, enjoyed that class.
2: Yeah, people can register for all of this stuff through the website and and come on out and just join us and have some fun. It should be a good time. And education is that, the key.
1: That Genesis hydraulic class. It. I've taken many hydraulic class, including the Pentair one. But when I took the Genesis hydraulic class, I learned a lot more about how a pool really does flow and what goes into it. And, you know how to determine what all those things are, and to get the best flow. And it was—I really enjoyed that class. I actually, still, when I do my permit plans, I still use the manual that I got sure. from the class.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've got you know from many years ago uh, information from a, a Genesis Hydraulics class that oh, this this was before the merger with you know, APSP and Genesis and NSPF and all that, that, uh, yeah. that I, I did that, I don't even know how long ago. I mean, it's, it could be 15 years. I don't know, but I still refer back to it. Um, it's, it's invaluable. It's it's like the, the encyclopedia that you always had to open up when you needed to, as a kid, did you even have encyclopedias as a kid?
3: Tune in next Tuesday for the next part of this episode with Kelly and Dan.